Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello again, and welcome to episode number 247 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Sacred Rest, Part 3. If you have been with us this month, you know we have a special guest, Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. And I am so excited that she has taken time to be with us. She's a physician and the author of Sacred Rest, Recover your energy, renew your energy, and restore your sanity. And Lord knows we need some sanity right now with the way things are going on. (laughs) But praise God, she is here with us. And we understand that sacred rest gives the weary permission to embrace rest, set boundaries, and set sanctuary without any guilt, shame, or fear. So welcome, welcome again, Dr. Sandra. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're going to continue to help us now to understand these seven areas of rest. Can you explain to us the next two, the emotional and social rest for us? Yes. Uh, Emotional rest is the rest that, that we receive when we allow ourselves to be authentic, to be real, to share ourselves without censoring. Too often we try to prevent people from really seeing uh, our kind of our deeper emotions because we fear that they may not accept us if they if we kind of tell our truth. Mm-hmm. But that then leaves you feeling like something's wrong with you. Like you can't be loved and can't be accepted for who you really are. So emotional rest is really being able to say when you don't when you're not okay. You know, we a lot oftentimes people will ask, you know, how are you doing as we're passing each other in the hall and we just say fine or whatever. But you have to have those people in your life where you can say, I'm not okay. You know, I'm depressed or I'm angry. Yeah. Because if you don't, then that becomes toxic. And I know for me, it, it took me a long time to just learn how to be authentic and just be my real self. I mean, for so long I was always trying to please others, and I even distorted scripture where it said, become all things to all people that you might win some. Well, when you're trying to be everything that everybody wants you to be, and they're always changing their mind, it'll drive you crazy. So, yes, indeed. Yes, and then the social and the and the emotional, rather, and the social really go together because they both involve people. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the social part of, uh, of rest, is the rest that we get when we are around positive, life-giving people. Now, the thing to keep in mind with the social rest is that you have to be able to really know how people pull on you because, you know, some of the the people that we spend most of our time with negatively pull from us. It doesn't mean they're negative people, 
Like mm-hmm. our families, our spouses, elderly parents, they need things from us. So mm-hmm. they are negatively pulling on us, and that's usually where we spend most of our time and our energy. But we also need to have those people in our life that are pouring back into us, that are mm-hmm. filling us back up socially, and that's mm-hmm. where the social rest comes from. Oh, that balance is so important. It, it, Like I said, it took me a while to get that balance in my life because we are always pouring into others. We need to be able to have that refreshment and that restoration for ourselves as well. So how does the REST method apply to these? And listen, ladies, if you didn't listen to the podcast last week when she explained this method, please go back and listen to the previous podcast as well. All right, Dr. Sandra, what what would you say in regards to this? Yes, the REST method has to do with looking at each of the, those types of rest and then seeing how it's applying to you. So with the emotional and the social, one of the very first part of that, just recognizing your risk, is looking at how much time do you spend around people that are pulling from you? And does your either your profession or, you know, what you do on a daily basis require you to have to be in any type of performance mode? Mm-hmm. Because even if it's, prof- as we sometimes call it, professionalism, professionalism has a performance component to it where you are, you know, you're not necessarily being your just true authentic self, kind of giving the best of yourself even to the point that it's, there's a bit of performance attached to that. And there's a stress associated with it. So if mm-hmm. your normal job is, and I, and I use myself as an example, you know, as a physician, there's a level of professionalism that's expected. My mm-hmm. normal personality is a bit of a jokester. I, you know, my <laughs> friends are like, I don't know how you're a doctor because you're so silly. You know, but that's my normal personality. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I can't show up in the ICU like that. You know, I, yes. I have to be Dr. Dalton Smith, really, when I show up in the ICU or the yes. ER. And so I, when I come home I, or when I'm around my friends, I have to be able to to realize that that performance of kind of living up to that, of being that person in the ICU, has to have some downtime where I can put on my flip-flops and hang out with my girls and say, you know what, I'm struggling, you know, this is a lot of Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. That's a great example. <laughs> but we have to have that. And I always say this. I, I associate it with Jesus with the you know, Jesus had the multitudes that he had to be in that he had to be in front of, you know, and then he had the twelve and then he had those three. You know, mm-hmm. the three that he took with him to the Mount of Transfiguration and I say all of us need to look at that in our lives. Yeah. Most of us do have, we may not have a multitude, but we have a, a sphere of influence where, you know, we show up and do what we do. And then we need to have a little bit of tighter inner circle where, you know, we can share more of our truth, but we may be not letting them see the fullness of who we are. Mm-hmm. And then you have those three. And sometimes it's just one, one true friend is what I call that you can just be super real with. And, yes. and that, that's the level of rest that we need to, to model in our lives as well. I agree with you again. Um, what can I say? You're, what you're saying is so dynamic and so true that it is important. I found for myself the whole level, like you're saying, you have this larger group and then it narrows down 
to especially maybe one or two special people that you can be very raw with. And, of course, we know we can be that way with our Lord, and you talked about that intimacy that we have with the Lord, too. But you need someone here on earth that you could just be yourself with as well. So now, what are the long-term effects of focusing only on work and omitting regular periods of rest? Well, I think that's where so many of us, um, you know, really get to the point of burnout. When you're only putting all of your attention on getting the work done, you stop pacing and seeing in your life. So everything feels like you just keep going from one goal to the next goal to the next goal, and you keep checking off these things that, that are that are happening that you know are, you're accomplishing without actually stopping long enough to appreciate having accomplished it. You don't mm-hmm. actually get a chance to enjoy the blessings that you're you're seeing. And I think that's where so many people get burned out. Oh, okay. Okay. Whoa, some great information. I know you want to continue to listen on this. Is there anything else, Dr. Sandra, you'd like to say before we close this week? Well, this week, the, the main thing to think about are who are the people that are surrounding you in your life? Are those people primarily the ones that are actually requiring things from you? Because if they are, start thinking about those people that actually make you feel better, that are life-giving. And then make some room in your in your week to spend some time with them. All right. Tune in next week as we continue this topic. So please be with us. Tell your friends. Ask them to join in and share so that Dr. Sandra can give them even more insight. And in the meantime, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.